Holy cow, where are we? Right now at the airport. Which airport? Porto. Its code number is, or its lettering code is? OPO. OPO. Anywho, we forgot to talk about day four. Right. And uh, it was everything happened under a pouring rain on day four. Yeah, we kind of uh, enjoyed, you know, walking around in a shower all day. Like, literally a shower. Yeah. Because <laughs> the hose was spraying from all directions when the wind was gusting. and Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so the day started with a visit to the Museum of Photography, which was pretty interesting because there's a lot of stuff to see. All kinds of pictures, all kinds of cameras, different types of cameras over the years. Yeah. Um, it was smaller than I thought it was going to be. But the good part about it, it was free. Yeah, we it was free. love free museums. Yeah. And the setting, did you read what it was inside? The, the What was the purpose of the building? Because it was, oh, an, it was an old uh, jail yes. house. Yeah. Uh, With a chapel in it and everything. And you could look straight up and I guess it was indoors now, but in the old days, I suspect it was outdoors. So it might have been a rather chilly place in January to be oh, uh, yes. locked up. Oh, yes. Anyways, we, I, we actually spent more time than I thought we were there. We were there an hour and a half. Right. Maybe a little more. Which... So the first section was a photographer, I guess, that was Portuguese, but grew up in Australia and a bunch of other places. And I think he his photography was all of the war in Ukraine. So he'd taken pictures as a retreat of the Russians that had happened on a certain suburb of Kiev. And he went out and took a lot of pictures of unfortunate and dead people. Yeah. So there was a few rooms, like there's themes, um, and they were all pictures by award-winning uh, photographers. I forgot their names now, but anyways, depicting different parts of life in Portugal, uh, different neighborhoods of yeah. Lisbon. Um, yeah. Anyways, all all good, interesting stuff. So that mm -hmm. took us to uh, the main part of our day, which was to cross the bridge across the Douro River and to go to Vila Nova de Gaia, which is where all the port caves are and the port houses. Right. So the wine, the grapes, the wineries are all upstream. Yeah. Up the Douro, probably, is it even a hundred kilometers? Like, it's a long oh, ways up. It's a long ways up, yeah. And then they bring the grapes down and process them yeah. in, in, in town. Porto. Yeah, in so. So we, we did the big ones. We didn't, we didn't have time to do them all. So we did Taylor's and we did Graham's. Yeah. Um, we tried white ports. We tried Ru the Ruby, Ruby and the uh, Tawny ports. So that was fun. Yeah. We hadn't had the, I had never had the uh, white port. And I'd have to say it's on the, it's like a Lillet to me was the white port. Yeah. It's on the drier. So it's an uh, aperitif. Wine, like it's on the drier range of dry to sweet. It's it's right. more, it's drier than the ruby or the tawnies, which are way up there mm -hmm. in sugar. And some of these, some of these ports are one hundred and sixty dollars a bottle, four thousand dollars a bottle. Like there's quite a variety in price. And just checking LCBO, quite a few of what we saw was in the 20 to 40 dollar range yeah as well yeah so so 
so we did that, and then we was tr- were trying to find another type local place for lunch. And I don't know how he does it, but Paul finds this restaurant. It's up the hill, like way up the hill, and it looks like a like a mini mart, like a convenience store uh, that was robbed by somebody. Like its shelves are half empty. There's no light. There's no heat. But there's a restaurant at the back. So we go in. There's nobody there except two ladies who work there. And we asked if they were open. It was after 12. It was close to 12.30. And they said yes. And we're like, okay. So we looked at the menu and... Somebody made an order. I, well, yeah. Well, I ordered we're... a sandwich. Yeah, I ordered a salad. You ordered tuna salad. A tuna salad, which would be like a salad niçoise in France, really. Um and my sandwich was like, it turned out to be more like a grilled cheese. Yeah. But the bread was nice on yours. Yeah. Nice bread. And of course, we had to have a little glass of port with our lunch. It was so cheap. Um, but the side, I mean, the salad came in a bowl, what, uh, 45 centimeters across? Like I don't know. It looked 14, like a salad 15, for four inches. people. But, you know, Paul and I shared and so. So in it was like arugula, uh, there was peanuts, there was dried fruits, there were onions. It would be easier to say what wasn't in it yeah. than to say what was in it. It was and pretty a complete salad, yeah. Anyways, we got, I mean, it was a cheap lunch, actually, so I said, yeah. yeah. And no coffee for you? Oh, I had a coffee, yeah. So a coffee here means having an espresso. Yeah, and it's and like 80 it's cents. A, and it's a mini espresso at that, too. Yeah, right? but it's 80 cents, and yeah. it's just like... So uh, we pulled up steaks from that. So we were we went there after going to Taylor's? Or did we get there? No, we, go we for had, lunch? I think we had lunch before we hit the port right. houses. Oh, yeah, that's right. We finished going up the hill and then over to Taylor's. And then we did the loop de loop before we got as far as Graham's. That's right. And it's a uh, convoluted set of streets. Like, it's all up. And down, like there's no flat part to that city except by the water. Otherwise, you're climbing steep mountain, like a steep street, or coming back down right. that steep street. It's just, so anyways, a given, lot of exercise. And it was pouring rain. It was pouring rain, so so we finished our day by Graham, calling calling yeah. Ubers. An Uber. Yeah. After Graham's, we're like, we're not going back in the pouring rain because uh, it was going to be an hour and 20 minutes. And we're like, nope, calling an Uber for seven euros or something like that, which yeah. was worth it. Yeah. So we got back to the uh, accommodation or yeah. Airbnb. Finished our bottle of wine. Oh, my God, after all that port. And then we went for supper. So the place we had picked was just up the street, had great reviews. And then we arrive and... It's closed for uh, like staff vacation, January vacation yeah. for the staff. So we're like, oh, so we went a little bit further up the street and there was another place. Again, a little hole in the wall, but there was people in it. Yeah. You'd see it as like a, a diner. Mm-hmm. If, if it was in Ottawa, it might be like an old Italian restaurant on Preston Street kind of thing. As Like for the type of chairs they had and the, like it was, they were nice and comfortable chairs, but. Like a, I would a small say the hotel. inside was nicer than a diner would be, but anyways. So, what did you have for supper, Paul? So, he suggested I try the tripas, which was tripe stew. 
Yes. So it was okay. I don't think I'd order it again just because tripe just isn't really up my alley of what I go out there and desire for chewing. So So it didn't look very uh enticing. Like it wasn't enticing to me you, at all. You're not and, a big yeah. And but I wanted I was curious about the taste of the the gravy or the sauce that was in it and you had white beans in there. So yeah. It's it tasted that, and it, it tasted gross <laughs> to me. I was like, nope. All right. I was happy with my grilled salmon and my boiled potato and my the vegetables. Like, they gave me cabbage and carrots that seem to be boiled, which, you know, um, not great, but edible. So Yeah, that's just classic diner kind of. Family food. Yeah. Anyways, the salmon was pretty good. Big serving, more than I would usually have, but it was good. Yeah. So that made us really sleepy and we went home. Yeah. We didn't even have dessert. No, we had had our dessert, you know, uh, in the afternoon. We oh, had, that's we had right. to have another pastel de Natal. Yeah. Um, which was really good as well. Yeah. I think I had a coffee with that. Yes, I did. Yes, oh, did. I had two coffees yesterday. Yeah, no wonder you could No, sleep. we had tea. You had tea, sorry. <laughs> Anyways. So that was our day. Now we're going to keep continue on because we've had a part day here and we might as well just keep recording. Oh, yeah, day recording. five. So now we're day five. Yeah. I uh, started a bit late. I don't know why. I overslept this morning for some reason. So we started late and we went to another museum, which was... Uh, the National Museum of Art. Yeah. It's sort called Dos Reyes, uh, Two King Museum. So this um, is down near the hospital. And yeah. uh, we got there and, of course, it all seemed fine, but it was under construction. Under construction. Under reconstruction. So the main uh, exhibition, the permanent ex exhibition was under uh, renovation, but they had three uh, temporary ones. Which, you know, they were charging us just three euros to go in and check. So we did that. Yeah. And one of what them was a, uh, a painter, a Portuguese painter from Porto, uh, Aurelia de Souza. Yeah. And that was interesting. Martin de Souza. Oh, yeah. So that was interesting. And there yeah. was a garden, and then there was a series of pictures. Another exhibition was a series of pictures by students and teachers. Sort of hand-drawn things, Hand-drawn right? things, which she was drawings. It was not pictures, it was drawings. By students that are trying to, I guess, express the importance of knowing how to draw things. Right, but right? it all had to do with... And these are STEM students as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. So there was a, a one individual, it was done inside of a piece of software, and it was exploding the parts of a, a chainsaw. And so yeah. you could see the action of the chainsaw and how things were working inside the chainsaw uh, to cause the chain to move. And then also then taking all the parts apart. So it was, I mean, you you could see that student could be going towards uh, an engineering degree where they need to do a lot of the work inside software. Um, uh, but then there's a, a set of drawings for a house. So drawing for a house, and then a lot, uh, a lot of drawings were about the, some body part, or yeah. some, uh, yes. Yeah. So it could be dental, like taking an X-ray, and then sort of changing the perspective on the draw. 
drawing. Too. Yeah. So some, some of interesting, them. a small room, like it was probably like 50 feet by 50 feet and a few displays. And of course, an overhead, uh, not an overhead projector, but an overhead where you put the plastic laminate and you can hand right on top oh, yeah, of the plastic. The old stuff. The old really way. old style. <laughs> they throw those things away now when they see them at the schools in the closed rooms, I'm sure. Anyways, uh, and we got news uh, that our airline company that we flew over here on and are planning to fly back on, which is TAP, the uh, company from Portugal, they've decided that they're going to have a strike and they're going to have planning the strike from January 25th, 25th to the 31st. And we are supposed to fly on the 29th. Yep. So we've come out to the airport here this afternoon a little bit earlier than we normally would to reach a flight. Uh, so that in case we had to f- stand in line for an hour even, like we didn't know how busy it would be where people are trying to renegotiate locations on other flights. And they're like, well, it might not be canceled. It might be canceled. You should probably just wait and see because we'd have to charge you money to change the tickets now. And so we are waiting and we might not be able to leave on the 29th. And if we can't, we might not get home until February 31st. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Another adventure. I can't believe it. Yeah. Holy cow. So we're going to jump on a Ryanair flight tonight for our first first time on Ryanair. Yeah. We're told it's supposedly very good. And flying to Pharaoh. So and flying to Pharaoh. So going down south. So... Yeah, Another we're going to up. And maybe it'll be a little warmer, and so we don't have to wear sweaters all the time. And I think the weather is going to clear up as well for us, because I don't think they've had the rain that no. we've had here no. down far, that far south. So so it's a three-hour flight? Hour and right? a half. Hour and a half. Okay. So that is going to take us about 1,800, no, about 1,500 kilometers, I suspect. Something like that. Because if you're thinking we're traveling about 700 kilometers an hour, maybe it's only 1,200 kilometers. So, okay. So we'll tie it up now? Yes. And we'll talk to people later. Bye-bye.